What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here coming to you. Local by choice, international by nature edition. One of my favorite times of the year is upon us. And uh, unfortunately, I couldn't be there again this year. Just uh, it's just the way it is. You know, life gets in the way. But it is time for the International Redhead Day Festival. Please welcome Natalie Verbecki. How are you doing today, Natalie? What's good? I'm good. I'm good. Really excited just as you. Because it's, it's almost that time. <laughs> yes. So first off, did I say your pronounce your last name correctly? It's for Baker. For Baker? Okay. I will note that here. So I understand you're an English teacher all the way out there in Tilburg. Used to be, yes. Uh, decided to move near Amsterdam and am now working um, back office at the University of Amsterdam. So, oh, what do you do there? Yep. I connect basically anything office wise I connect people for internships international studies minors etc so those kind of things okay right. uh, so my English you... is very useful in those cases as well but not teaching anymore no Your English is great and like it's this is probably gonna sound weird but like you don't have like any kind of like a anything I would recognize as a Dutch accent or any kind of accent like I feel like you could tell me like yeah I'm just from the East Bay. And I'm like, oh, no kidding. <laughs> I can totally pull it off. That's good. <laughs> nice. Lots of uh, TV watching and uh, it's stuck. <laughs> okay. I actually do want to get a little bit into some TV talk in a minute here, but let's talk Redhead Days. It's, uh, I believe this is, we're calling it uh, episode 15, but thanks to COVID, it's it's hard to tell how long this has been uh, uh, an event now. But how long have you been a part of Redhead Days? Um, I look back on that and I think it's about 12 years in total with, I think, one or two year hiatus where I was abroad for work. Okay. So I've been, Bart was there first, but I, I, mm-hmm. at this point, I think I'm second or third in running of being the longest member of the organizations. Mm-hmm. How, how did you get started with the organization? Back in the day, Couchsurfing website was still a thing, but they also did this call to help or anybody looking for any events kind of thing. Um, I ended up seeing a notification um, of somebody said, hey, we could use some volunteers. Anybody international here that want to, wants to volunteer at the Redhead Days? And I figured, yeah, why not? And then it said, it starts on Friday. And at that point, it was Thursday. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, sure. I ended up going to the kickoff party connected myself with the organization uh, crew and ended up being that whole weekend being in the info stand from basically from nine to five, which was very tiring, but so much fun to, to see everybody come in and ask the questions and, you know, point them the right direction. And that was in the day where it was still in Breda. Mm-hmm. So I, and I lived there at that point. So that was, uh, that was perfect uh, for me. And I got to meet so many new people. You get that. I remember in your uh, podcast from last year, you you mentioned Mika and Kin because um, you connect with people just for a couple of days. And then throughout the rest of the year, you see them, you talk to them, you you hear from them. And it's just so much fun. And I did that the first year and then 
gradually I became more involved. I ended up organizing the kickoff party a couple of times, presenting it. I've been involved in the speed dating activities, mm-hmm. any kind of activities that got me to sparkle. I was like, ooh, yay, let me do that. I'll, I'll <laughs> organize it in my way. And that's how I got involved in so many things. I was actually about to quit uh, as part of the organizing crew last year because I moved all the way up here to Amsterdam. Mm. And I went just for that one Friday night, said, hey, guys, I think I might quit. And then, bam, got sucked back into the Redhead Day festivities. And I was like, (laughs) nope, I'm not quitting. I'll do it long distance. I don't care. (laughs) Now, you have to forgive me. Uh, These sunglasses just never come off. So everything's just a little bit pitch darker here. Also, the audience can't see us regardless. But are you a Redhead? Uh, Like, I know there's there's an actual swatch on display where it's just like, oh, Redhead isn't just this color, it's it's all these different colors. So I'm, I'm really also really bad about stuff like that. So are you a redhead? Uh, I'm afraid not. That's okay. Deep Everyone's inside, invited. I have, That's yes, still beautiful. Deep inside, I have red curly hair, Annie Wise, you know, those really, really, really tiny curls. But uh, no, we need the we need the non-redheads to organize everything so that you redheads can enjoy. That's what I right. always say. I appreciate that. And I agree a hundred percent. And you know, it's beautiful. Like we, again, we, we need your allyship, your support at your first redhead event. Did you ever imagine thinking you would see that many redheaded people in one spot before? Never. It was, and I never realized it was such a thing for, for, for you all to connect over the color of your hair. And I'm like, Hmm. First times I was like, Hmm. And then you get you get to talking to people and you go, oh, wow, that is it's so fascinating. <laughs> um, and it, it, I, I had so much more respect after all the stories that we heard and people saying that they felt so at home mm-hmm. amongst all the other redheads. And that uh, I was a, I was a little proud. I was like, oh, my gosh, I get to organize parts of that. So that was yeah. fun. It's a very strange sensation. So my first redhead days, I've been to four of them now. I would have gone to five, but obviously uh, circumstances uh, against us. But yeah, I got there, like felt an, an immediate wave of a different kind of relaxation or just acceptance. Everybody was obviously very friendly or whatever, but just like, you know, made immediate bonds. And I was only in town for three days that year. And so the next year I went for five and the next year I actually went for seven and then eight. But like the day after it's over, like there's, there's, there's a, it's a di- even different sensation, the complete opposite where there's, there's a little grief inside where you're just like, oh, this is over now and gotta, gotta, gotta take that long flight back home. Um, it's a very cool, very wonderful organization. It's a wonderful festival that you guys have put together. And I, I can't thank you guys enough for that. So you're very welcome. It is. It, that black hole after the after the event it's a thing yeah we we text each other and it's... go can we do this again next weekend because mm-hmm. it's you're on such a high true yeah my um the first i don't think it was the pub crawl i think we just went um maybe it was a pub crawl yeah so i ended up connecting with some some woman from the uk and she's just burr, 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 burr. and I'm not trying to be rude to her, but like she is a talker and I'm not. So despite having a podcast, I'm just I'm very quiet. I absorb a lot of things. Um, 
but you know, it's uh, this is also the year. This is 2016, so the election is upon us. So she's very interested. Like, what do you think about Hillary? What do you think about Donald Trump? And then all of a sudden, I noticed there was like, like silence. Just, just the, just the ambiance of the crowd. I went, oh, something's happened here. But turn around, and she's engaged in aggressive conversation with another person. And so I go over there to like find out what's happening here. Um, and I'm like, hey, hey, what's going on? Uh, and she's like, this guy, he's starting shit. I'm like, I don't, I don't remember the exact words, but then all of a sudden he's like, he said, what are you people doing? And he's, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. And I'm like, uh, what'd you say, dude? He's like, I didn't mean it like that, man. I swear. I was just like, what are all you people doing here? And then I looked around and it's like, you know, he's not asking the wrong question like there are like 500 people in the courtyard and also i'm looking around and like other people are like like people know something's different but they can't put their finger on it. they're like something's happening here but what is it like they, they they're not connecting the red hair and i was like you, you gotta understand you're like young lady like he he didn't mean it like that i told him to scram get out of here but like like i had to like talk her down for a second because she she definitely took it hostily um but yeah like i've i had to put it together like i've maybe Maybe the most redheaded I've been around is like five in school and not like not in the same class as like in the uh, under the entire ceiling. So like this is a spectacle when uh, when the bar crawl is happening. Um, and I had to I just soak that in for a second. You know what I'm saying? I totally understand. I've been a pub crawl leader a couple of times, too. And you come into a bar and you flood it with redheads that are mm-hmm. ready to party and some of them are single, ready to mingle, etc. And mm. it's just some people go that don't realize that the redhead days are, are happening. They go, what? How mm. is it? Wait, where did you all come from? But most of the people, it, it, it does happen where where it can come across can come across very rude saying, hey, what are you all doing here? But yeah, people do wonder like, hey, what, what's exactly what you said? The whole something's there's something weird here. There's a lot of people and where they all come from. And then later they like, Oh wait, you all have red hair. And Mm. it is, it's so funny to see. Um, And Brabant in the Netherlands is the best, actually best region to do this because they welcome you anywhere and go, Hey, you doesn't matter what color of hair you are. Let's have a beer and let's have fun. So that's the atmosphere. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think is the the craziest thing you've seen happen on the pub crawl? Uh, and just for those that aren't aware, there's like we get a little card and there's maybe 15 to 20 pubs to, that we attempt to visit. I think the most I've done is 13. And even then, at some point, I'm just like, I'm just drinking water on this one, guys. Like, I got nothing to prove. This is an <laughs> endurance race. You know, it's it's not a sprint. I think the craziest thing I've seen was where I. I left with a group. I, well, we started the crawl with a certain group, and at one point, you go from bar to bar. At one point, I was left with half of the group because some of them got stuck somewhere or, or stayed with another group, and I ended up the ball uh, the pub crawl with a completely different group. It was it was so mixed a match that they just oh you're a pub crawl leader well we'll just follow you that kind of thing. So, um, and sometimes we did do pictures in between where you go have to look sideways and go oh that's a group of redheads (laughs) (laughs) you mostly see some vague streaks in the in the picture but uh yeah and the stories this it's just because you get to talk to everybody at those uh during Mm -hmm. those pub crawls i think though that the most impression that was left on me 
it's not per se the craziest, but it, it touched me a lot was that um, during one of the um, kickoff uh, parties, we asked people to share their testimonials. And there was this father that came on stage. He was like, well, welcome. Hi, I'm, I'm from the, I think it was from the UK. And he started his story uh, saying, hey, I've been, I've been bullied um, when I was a kid. And I can tell my kids are being bullied right now because they all have red hair. My wife uh, was, has been bullied. And, but we stick together and we'll make it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's sad that my kids now these days are being bullied as well. And he mentioned, we always play the game, spot the redhead. And we started here in <laughs> we started here in Breda and we, we we stopped counting at a hundred. But the fact that he said like that my kids are still being bullied to this day, that it is mm-hmm. still a thing to bully people with red hair. But he said here they feel at home. It's 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 a family thing. It's a mm-hmm. wait, I'm more than my red hair. I'm like a full person or something I'm, I'm not sure how he said it exactly but <laughs> mm-hmm. for them to feel completely at home and not being singled out because they're of their red hair that was i was like oh gosh that is that is what we do that is what 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 this community because that is what it is at this point it's a community that you connect with on even a couple of days a year but you connect there's instant connection Really what do you think me. is your uh, favorite redheaded myth? Oh, that you'll go extinct. Oh, that's not entirely untrue. Yeah. It's not entirely untrue. Right. I uh, I want I like the one that says that we're vampires. <laughs> and then I oh, yeah, think <laughs> I don't know how much of a myth it is, but yeah, we also used to get burned for for being witches. True. That's a fun one. But yeah, there, there's yeah. one constant. Everyone seems to have been bullied and. It, coming up uh the girls seem to have got it worse because they also got it from the girls and the boys mm, um yeah but yeah like i pretty sure i got bullied but it didn't occur to me that it was ever about my hair but then eventually i was like a foot taller than everybody and i could just pummel someone and it, it wasn't oh, a thing too much anymore so i i think i got off lucky that way has there been an activity that you know looked great but then just kind of wasn't you know like a, a speed date gone wrong or I think one of the kickoff parties, I believe it was the purple year. Okay. Um, I was in charge of organizing it. And I had come up with this. I thought it was a fun idea. I tied balloons with helium to each table. Um, yeah. And it had a question on it. So, because I, I always, a lot of people come by themselves and they go, ooh, but what if I don't find anybody to talk to? Well, that's the kickoff party. It's the best mm-hmm. chance to talk to people, get to know them, and then hang out for the next couple of days. So I figured, let's just do some fun introduction questions, and people can pull the balloons down, read the question, and let them go back up. Mm-hmm. Nobody used them. It mm. was there, it was there was no need for them because everybody was, hey, how are you doing? And remember, we met last year. Um, we had a photo booth set up, so people were taking crazy pictures and having lots of fun. So nobody used the balloons at all. They were not necessary. So in that sense, it was great idea, but wasn't necessary. <laughs> so nobody <laughs> used it. It was fun. <laughs> I think everyone, everyone obviously enjoys the kickoff party. Everyone loves the bar crawl. Everyone comes for the photo op at the end. What is an event that you're looking forward to this weekend? I think I'm mostly looking forward to the Saturday during the day. Well, of course, the kickoff as well, just 
having fun all together. But then during the day, people start to discover Tilburg and uh, hang out with each other. And then um, when you just walk around the city and then go, hey, there's a group of the, they're part of our festival. And then you see another group over there and then getting to talk to them and say, hey, you should go there. This is going to be fun. Uh, really connecting during daylight. I, I love hanging out and partying and having a beer with everybody, but <laughs> during the day, it's it's a different kind of vibe. So I think I'm mostly looking forward to that. The festival has affected me to the point where, like, when I was in Bread, I was like, I think I could, I think I could live here at least for maybe three months, maybe longer. I don't know, but like, you know, I'm getting to that age where a change of pace would be probably good for me. Like, I've I've never necessarily left San Francisco out you know as far as anywhere else to live but what else, is there any good books you would recommend about you know transitioning from the united states to holland um i believe there's that series called the undutchables that oh. has a lot of those um typical dutch things where we have dinner at six o'clock and the food that we eat which is very specific i've always been very wary of that because that is not how we all do it <laughs> at all. <laughs> but it's those opinions that have formed about us. However, if you do, I think Instagram and TikTok and all those things, they offer more info of those little clips where expats show you, this is the silly thing in the Netherlands. When you go to the supermarket at six o'clock, there's no more bread, which is weird. Those kind of things where they, hmm. put, they, they take their perspective really into the Dutch culture. Um, so I think that would be the best source of info, sort of say. <laughs> okay. I noticed um, town of Breda seems a little, little, little quieter, a little slower than the town of, or city of Tilburg. And I guess like, we're calling it a town versus city. So duh. But uh, what, what can you tell us the differences between the two? Tilburg is more of a, a new city. There's some history in the city center, but lots of uh, buildings, like lots of um, things have been redesigned uh whereas breda has the really history with the big church and the old market square so it's more of a kind of a cozy kind of feeling there's little alleyways and little you know those secret stones where there's like a little history story in them um Tilburg doesn't have it that much in my opinion they have more of that industrial kind of vibe i think that's the biggest difference from for my side of for my view what are you missing the most about this year's festival compared to last year's festival? Like what's, what's missing that you were wishing was there? Um, I would say like the big ticket events. Um, there was one year where we had a hot air balloon, for example. Oh. There was, it's going to be there without a doubt, but the whole square in Breda, there was one square that was completely taken over by everything redhead. And then we had like um, jumping, What's it called? Jumping castles. Oh, yeah, bouncing um, castles. Bouncing castles. There you go. Um, and all things sorted there. And that was that was a really big year where we had um, where we had lots of sponsors and lots of uh, support from the community as well. And then that was also the year with uh, with the hot air balloon. And I think it feels like we're we're sort of restarting again, especially okay. after COVID. Last year was also a little careful edition and this year we get to go full out and hopefully that will be the next line up and then we keep building up to those big ticket items uh again i hope so at least i'd like a good you know um a-list band or something that would be really fun 
Okay. Um, we're think still about hoping that Ed Sheeran ex- will join us. Oh, that's. I mean, but he's so, right around well, hey, there, isn't he? He is. He is, and he's a redhead. I mean, that would be a win. That would be a. Why not? Makes sense. I know Ed Sheeran personally listens to this, and so I'm saying, hey man, it's literally just across the pond. Just get your ass over exactly. there, dude. Exactly. Yeah. We, we can't keep putting a microphone up to the cardboard cutout with the MP3 player behind it. it just, some <laughs> exactly. people are get catching on. All right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, and you can even pretend you're not really him. We've had lookalikes. We had a Prince William lookalike. And uh, so though, you can even pretend not to be there. <laughs> there you go. Like, no, my name is Fred Shearhan. Uh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm a taxidermist from Sheboygan. There you go. Nobody will believe. Nobody will um, uh, challenge nobody that. Doubt you. Exactly. What would you think about a, a pro wrestling exhibition? It would involve a ring. I think it would be great. Okay, so I'm putting that out there. I, I can help with that, uh, but we, we need we would need the government of the Netherlands to get behind it and and fund this. But, Absolutely. You know, yeah. Uh, I, that's something I can absolutely help you guys with, and uh, I, I've got I've got some ideas. You know, just so put that into the ethos, and uh, let's let's get that handled. Yep. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. those kind of things are cool. I think this is a pretty good spot. So, Natalie, thank you so much for being a part of this. Redhead Days Festival is happening right now, so if you're there, I hope you're having a great time. Uh, have have a bunch of beers for me, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But if you uh, you missed it. If you if you're in the United States, and you're like, wow, that does sound fun. I wish I could get out to that. 2023, August 25th through the 27th. Make your reservations now. The campgrounds fill up. The hotels do sell out, and tickets just get more and more expensive airline wise. So more information can be found at redheaddays.nl. Uh, Natalie, is there anything else uh, I'm missing? Is there anything else uh, you want to say? No, please do come. We love to have you. All right, folks. I do a little thing around here. Uh, we call it the Waffle Box Podcast. It's the best part of Wednesdays. Me and friend of the family, Mike Fish. We talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. Uh, you can find that every Wednesday on uh, not only YouTube, but the Bosnet.family. And then uh, Sweet Science Cinema is currently a thing. We, Me and Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer, Jameel Hemphill, we talk about the best boxing movies and now pro wrestling movies. That is every other Tuesday. We just released Body Slam last week, and uh, that was a good time. You should check that out. Otherwise, for Natalie, for Beck, I've been Kush Hayes. You've been you. Micro dose, micro dose, micro dose, micro dose, micro dose. Micro dose, micro dose, yeah, micro dose. From the Bosnet family. <laughs> I can totally pull it off. That's good. <laughs>